Ladies, gentlemen, weekend content for you. Going to hit you quick with some schmacks as we get settled into the Easter weekend. Hopefully having a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful day. Look, it's Easter Eve, but you know what it also is? You know what it also is today? World Party Day. National Party Day today. We're going to sing and dance on our, our tables out there. It's getting a little bit warmer today. That's a lie. It's like in the 30 degrees where I'm at right now, although really warm tomorrow. So maybe we'll go outside. We'll run around real quick in a circle, sing and dance. Throw your hands in the air like you just don't care. But happy World Party Day, Easter Eve, a bunch of other stuff going on today. Lots of national calendar days. We're here right now on the weekend. Oh, boy. Yesterday was good. Oh, boy. I mean, obviously, a lot of news ended up happening. A lot of news yesterday. A crazy slate. But Siakam and Robert Williams and Boucher, these guys who look like really strong players for us. Robert Williams, a number one play in this video yesterday. Siakam, number two. Yeah, I mean, those guys, Siakam almost dropped 60. Robert Williams, 49 points and change. We love it. We love it. We love it. Slap yourself on the cheek, Sal, aka pat yourself on the back. Hopefully, the fellas, everybody out there, the ladies and gentlemen are having a lovely day today. Let's get into some injury news as we do, as we do, as we do, as we do right now. Yo, take two seconds of your time. Like and subscribe to this video, right, and this channel right here, really, and hit the notification bell. I'm not planning on going live later today. Uh, we've been going live for like 20 straight days and doing videos for like 20 straight days for the NBA or somewhere around there. So I'm going to be taking probably, probably, uh, you know, probably like 75% chance not doing a live stream later. If we do, it'll be right around 5 p.m. East Coast time. Injury news today. There's a lot of them. The Cleveland Bigs, Nance and Jared Allen are out. Embiid is expected to play today, and now he's questionable, so we'll see what ends up happening there. Bradley Beal, also questionable. Lonnie Walker, out. Sabonis so left early yesterday. He's going to be questionable today. I mean, he honestly might lead in towards not playing. I have not done projections yet today. I'm going to be currently doing the top 12 as if he is in and as if most of these players are in, like Beal, like Embiid, like Sabonis, like Brogdon, who was scratched yesterday uh, for hip soreness. I'm projecting him in. Rubio, I'm actually projecting out because it was a back injury that popped up on Friday, like last second. So back injuries usually take more than a day to heal and they can stiffen pretty quickly. So something that can potentially hold him out. For the Magic, Kem Birch and Terrence Ross and Michael Carter Williams are all questionable. And then you have a side Whiteside questionable has missed the last couple of games. And Killian Hayes. Killian Hayes is going going to be returning today the rookie finally or at least he's off the injury report and we should be seeing him back in there not something that I really care too much about but that's just going to be another player now that takes up a lot of minutes in Detroit I'll be interested in seeing who he takes them out for because I do like Diallo today but we'll be seeing does he affect Saban Lee is he going to affect Dennis Smith Jr is he going to just affect this entire team now that he's returning or is he just not going to be the one that gets a lot of minutes in his debut back today if he indeed returns so Top 12 plays in the day. Number 12 is Jordan McLaughlin. I said, I'm expecting Ricky Rubio to miss today. If he's in, well, then Jordan McLaughlin's never going to be in play. Now, Jordan McLaughlin started yesterday and played 33 minutes and he didn't really do much with them. He scored 19 points, but I think that's as worse of a performance as you'll get at Jordan McLaughlin. A man who on the season averages over 0.8 fantasy points per minute. Now, playing alongside Towns and Beasley and Anthony Edwards more is not going to be great for Jordan McLaughlin, especially when Anthony Edwards over the last two or three games is shooting out of his mind and nowhere near where he's going to be sustaining for most of the year. I mean, upper 60% and true shooting percentage for a guy who's been shooting in the 40s this year, probably not going to be holding up. So Jordan McLaughlin, Jordan McLaughlin. I don't really like him, but he's $3,000 and he's the only guy in the 3K range on this eight game slate that is currently standing out for me today. Hopefully we get more news as we go on throughout the day. The number 11 play on the slate today is Mr. Dean Wade. And now with these power forwards out yet again. Now in that last game, we actually did see uh, Kevin Love play 20 minutes. I thought he would only play 15. He ends up playing 20 minutes in that game. You end up seeing Isaiah Hartenstein come off the bench and still play fine. Like Hartenstein got 26 minutes off the bench, basically got the rest of the center minutes. But Dean Wade picked up a lot of power forward minutes and he got big minutes, right? This is now a couple games in a row. He's had 30 minutes or more in three straight games and big minutes in back to back games 34 minutes and 38 minutes with Jared Allen and Larry Nance out well they're out yet again even with Torian Prince back in that last game you still see Dean Wade playing 38 minutes in the game in a game where they do lose by 20 now you might be saying ah Sal both of those games were blowouts for Dean Wade yes that is indeed the case but if you want to look over here on Popcorn Machine a website that tracks game flows you can see that on Popcorn Machine over here Dean Wade ends up starts he plays in the first quarter eight minutes he plays in the second quarter 10 minutes so he didn't get no blowout room he started this game and he played over 20 over 20 20 and a half first half minutes now maybe in the second half he doesn't end up closing 
closing out the game. Although I would argue that he would based on the fact that he started and he ends up playing 37 and a half minutes in this game. The exact same thing happened in the past game where he played 34 minutes. Sure, the game blows out. This bad Cleveland team with so many guys out ends up losing by 20 basically in back-to-back games. But Dean Wade was not benefiting because of foul trouble. If anything, Dean Wade is now blowout proof and that looks even better for Dean Wade and makes him even more of a secure play as our number 11 overall play today. He's been averaging a little bit over 0.8 fantasy points per minute. Obviously, the bigger minutes are beneficial. Tougher matchup now against Miami down low, but I'm going to be going to Dean Wade as it stands right now. Quickly, we'll get off of these guys if more value opens up, right? Or if Rookie Rubio comes in for McLaughlin's case, but that's our number 12 and 11 plays. Top 10, top 10, top 10 now, Jacopotl. Now, if you want to look at anything from the Spurs, you want to look at what happened in the last game for Jacopotl and uh, Derek White and DeMar DeRozan, you have to also take into account that the game went into not single, not single, no, 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 double, 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 double scoop ice cream, double overtime in that game. So you have to keep that in mind right there. So $6,200 Jacopotl, look, this is a guy who's just shooting out of his mind of late. He's shooting like 70 and 80% every single game. Now, he is a center playing close to the basket, but you can see on the screen right now on Add More Funds, his effective field goal rate on the season so far is 63%, which is very good because he's a center playing close to the basket. But 70 and 75 and 80% is not going to hold up like you've been seeing the last couple of games. So what does this mean? He's just playing out of his mind the last four or five games over this last week or two. Now, why is he on this screen right now? Because there's just no really other options on this slate. There's not much value on the slate right now. Of course, a lot of it starts to come out if Brogdon and if Sabonis misses and if Embiid misses again, maybe this some more value in Philadelphia, right? All those types of spots. Like if Sabonis was to miss today after leaving early yesterday, pretty decent chance. And maybe I end up projecting it that way. A guy like Miles Turner in the same exact price range as Rock Capoto looks like a far better play. We just have to get that news first for me to officially say that. But just know that if Sabonis is out, I'd rather have Miles Turner by far right now than Yacopoto. Inside the top 10 we go when we're at Moses Brown, number nine, another center here. So back-to-back center options. But before we get into it, let me tell you about the sponsor of the program today. And that is going to be Prize Picks. Prize Picks. Ooh, the fellas and the ladies over at Prize Picks. We love them. We love them. They love us. We got a whole Discord now popping off every single night about prize picks. It's, it's taking off right now. So what is it? How can you get involved? Well, it's an over-under on stats. It's an over-under on player props. Fantasy points is what I have on the screen right now. I personally prefer playing the fantasy props ones because the fantasy scores because I project that and I think there's a bigger edge there personally, but you can play wherever you want. Any sport that you want, you want to play baseball now, whatever it is, but this is the slate for today. Now there's eight props in the morning, but don't worry. You'll be getting a ton more throughout the day. These are eight morning props. And if you want to sign up and you want to be playing over there, you could use the code Sal. It's linked in the description below. Click that link. Use the code Sal when you sign up. Any amount of money you put in up to $100, they'll match. They'll give you right back. You put 50 in. Now you have $50 extra to play with $100 in your account all the way up to $100. Dollar dollar ruskies, y'all. So early on, what I'm seeing right now today is this Colin Sexton 32 right now is ridiculous. I mean, Colin Sexton is going to play minimum 35 minutes, upwards of 37, 38. I know Kevin Love is back. Maybe Kevin Love plays more than 20 minutes today. I don't really care because some top producers like Jared Allen, number one producer on this team, like Larry Nance, arguably the second best producer on this team, are now out. And Colin Sexton last time on the slate with the same situation was 34 fantasy points, right? And now he's down to 32 because of what? One bad game? Last time out, Colin Sexton ended up going out there and from a prize pick standpoint, scored 37 points. So five points over this right here. I'm going to be projecting him out for about five to seven points over this. So Colin Sexton on the over early on looks really good today. If we had to pair that with something currently, I do like the over 47 on Carl Anthony Towns. And the nice thing about price picks is it blocks are going to count as an extra point. So this over on Carl Anthony Towns, if you're thinking about it from a DraftKings perspective, this really from like DraftKings would be having Carl Anthony Towns around like a 44, 45 over under. So from a 47 now on price picks with the blocks upside, he's going to project out for me for around 50 or 51. Yes, if Embiid comes back, it's nowhere near as good. So maybe you run the risk there getting this one in a little bit earlier, but that's where I would lean right now. And if Embiid and he does come back, then Ben Simmons 42 over.
over under does look a little bit worse so colin sexton over 32 early on in the day pairing that with carl anthony towns 47 you can choose the way that you want to be playing this over to the right side of the screen you want to power play it meaning a parlay or you want to just go with the flex play meaning one so you can check it out down below in the description the proud sponsor of the program today that is prize picks thank you for sponsoring the program prize picks use that code sal sal let's know which came from me to take advantage of that deposit bonus again code sal sal to let them know which came from me the number nine plan this late is moses brown look yesterday people were asking me sal do you like moses brown and it's the same thing for me every single time he projects out in like the mid 30s he looks okay now his price points up again the reason i didn't like him as much yesterday is because you had so many other guys we liked robert williams more we liked chris boucher more we liked carl anthony towns more and for the most part these guys paid off now chris boucher only played like a half of basketball because his team beat the other team by it was 50 something points at one point in the third quarter they were up by toronto yesterday just absolutely destroying destroying and now you end up getting moses brown on this slate where it's not as much high upside players and he's just going to grade out as a nice option use of nurchich and you have ennis Cantor, a fine matchup for him you're getting the guy to average 1.15 fantasy points per minute so far this season you can basically project him for 30 minutes he's played now 30 or more minutes in five straight games that's around the time that al horford said i'm not playing anymore you had a game in there where moses brown just shot 105 that's not going to happen now once he starts to get these 10 shot attempts like he's had nine or more shot attempts in three out of his last four games and in those games he scored 43 50 and 38 and a half fantasy points so when he gets this right he's a center playing close to the basket he's going to shoot 60 percent well if he's shooting 60 percent on five shot attempts he's only having you four points right there if he can actually get you to the point where you're shooting 10 times having now 12 real life points and then he gets to the free throw line of course a decent amount of time eight or more attempts in his last four games each of those this is where you start to get those 20 and 10 games right those double double upside games like you've seen out of him the last three times that he's gone off so we like what we're seeing out of moses brown the price point is indeed coming up but i do think it's fair we just need to see that shot volume out of him give us 10 or more shot attempts and not five or four shot attempts and we're going to be feeling pretty good that's literally the difference between his 40 point performances and him kind of falling on his place at this price point right around 30 points the number eight playing today is isaiah hartenstein now the thing with isaiah hartenstein is the last time out he played well but a lot of things happened for him right he ended up coming off the bench in that game where kevin love started played a total of 20 minutes but he still saw isaiah hardenstein coming off the bench he played 20 minutes in that game but what happened for him he got five personal fouls so he got in a lot of foul trouble a whole heck of a lot of foul trouble in that game so going back to that last game for cleveland you end up having isaiah hardenstein right here he checks in he plays a decent amount barely six and a half minutes in the first quarter he runs that right into the second quarter so right now he's got about 11 minutes in this game so 11 minutes in the first half at this point and he's picking up some early fouls early on which is the concern right he ends up picking up his second and third personal foul that's why he checks out in the second quarter maybe his time was coming anyways to check out as he got 11 minutes straight of playing so now he comes back in in the third quarter he only ends up playing four minutes so you can see right here he only ends up playing four minutes during this time because he picks up his fourth and fifth personal foul in a four minute span immediately checks out and then he ends up coming back in so he probably lost around two or three minutes there and then he ends up coming back in to close out the game for the final four and a half minutes or so so because of that foul trouble right he had to take this massive massive break he only ended up playing before that final time like four minutes in the whole second half until the couple of last minutes of the game i suspect he lost at least three probably four or five minutes during that time meaning that he was going to play 24 minutes in this game maybe 26 minutes in this game off the bench for a guy who was a very strong fantasy point per minute producer like 1.15 in my projections right now today and we're on a slate with not a lot of value early on isaiah hardenstein at 4300 does look appealing you look at that last game he still produced well in just 20 minutes of play and there was still more to be left for the taking out there the number seven play on the slate is hamadou diallo and this is going to be one that i'll probably quickly come off of depending on news now the reason i like him a lot here is well he missed the last game but he's shooting guard small forward eligible which really goes a long way for me personally he's over a fantasy point per minute producer you're going to see him having 20 plus percent usage the problem is we have to see what happens 
experiments with the Wayne Ellingtons of the world. Dennis Smith Jr. I suspect to be back, right? And now maybe even Kelly and Hayes, the rookie, is going to be back today. So if all these Wayne Ellingtons and Seiko Dimboyes are playing again, and maybe even Rodney Magruder, like we have to see what happens here with some news. Because if everybody's healthy today, it's really hard to see Diallo holding these minutes unless they value him. Now they ended up trading for him, right? He got hurt or he was hurt during the trade with the Oklahoma City Thunder. So maybe they do value him, right? In the three games since he's been on this team, 19 minutes in a game where everybody was healthy. So that's the concern, but maybe it's just getting him caught up to speed with the new team, right? Coming off of injury, 27 minutes and 26 minutes. And then he missed the last game. 27 minutes and 26 minutes. We'll take that even at this price point. Like he's in the 4K range over a fantasy point per minute. We like that. He really has the upside to score 30 plus and like we've seen 40 plus points during that time if he can get the minutes. The problem now is if Kelly and Hayes comes back and plays 20 minutes, are the minutes for Diallo capped at like 22 to 24, which is still not a terrible play, but nowhere near a top 10 play. So just keep an eye on the news of what's happening in Detroit today with guys like Roddy Magruder, Wayne Ellington, and also just the starting lineup. If Diallo can find himself in that, that's even more upside for his minute security. If he starts today, I'll end up liking Diallo. Now our number six play in the slate as we get into the top six. This is a six right now. CJ McCollum. The guy just keeps scoring. The guy just keeps scoring and playing really well. Now this is or sort of a ceiling play for us. There's not a lot of standout plays early on. So I'm trying to look for all the guys who look pretty similar, like rating wise, point per minute, point per, mi- uh, point per dollar production. And CJ McCollum is one of those guys who has a massive ceiling because he's playing 36 plus minutes at this point in five straight games. And in three out of five of those games, he's played 38 or more minutes. He's getting a ton of shot attempts, right? 16, 18, 26, 25, 19 shot attempts. So if you're going to be going in there thinking that yeah, you're going to get 18 shot attempts out of McCom, it's not like he's shooting the lights out of the gym either. 50%, 50%, 30%, 26%, and 50% over his last five games. And in that time, over his last four games, he scored 40 or more DraftKings points, which basically gets you there at this price point. The upside for McCollum comes from, well, three-point range, right? If you can get hot from there, but also how much assists, how much peripheral stats is he getting when he's on the court a lot? He's getting a good amount of them. You have Nertich not playing a lot of minutes as of right now, still not playing 24, 26, 28. So there are these rebounds there for five, five, seven, three, right? He's had five or more rebounds in three out of his last five games. That's still there. And I expect that to still be there. Averaging over 1.2 fantasy points per minute this year. The price point is indeed now up. You're not getting him at 7,200 like we did last week towards the end of March, but you are still getting a nice option on this eight game slate as it stands right now. The other thing, a 119.5 team implied total. Let me say that again, a 119.5 team implied total. Absolutely massive team implied total today for this Portland team against a weak, a porous, a very bad OKC team. That is the third highest team implied total on the slate, which actually is pretty crazy. Normally, normally that would be your highest team implied total. The number five play on the slate as we get inside the, th- 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 the top five, I'll let you know about Patreon. Number five plays is Jante Murray, but our Patreon projections right now, they are going to be up later today for this sport. We have MLB beta projections. We have a bunch of other tools for MMA, PGA, ownership projections for different sports, right? Top rated plays, player pool. There's a lot of stuff in there. There's optimizers as well. That was a new feature as of last month that we ended up taking on. It's adding a lot of benefits. And then the Discord access, whether you like prize picks, whether you're just like a specific sport, whether you like general chatting around about sports, there's a ton of things in there. Over 400 people in the Discord. Come join the community. No better time than that beginning, that first week of a new month. So check it out. It's linked down below. Any questions, let me know. You can reach out to me wherever you possibly can here on Twitter, whatever it might be. And once you join over on Patreon, come into the Discord, be like, hey, yo, what's up? What's popping? And we'll be like, hey, Welcome in here. Welcome in here. Hope you're having a lovely start to your weekend. Let us show you around. Number five playing the slate is DeJounte Murray. And DeJounte Murray in that last game was absolutely buns. I mean, the game goes into double overtime for DeJounte Murray, and he's really not going to be on the court all that much. Only point guard eligible. Why is he not on the court that much? He gets five personal fouls, right? So he ends up playing 41 minutes, but 31 minutes in regulation. Normally he's playing like 33. So he misses like two minutes or so because of those five personal fouls. And you're going to be looking at what he does here. And in 41 minutes of play, he's only scoring. And why I say he doesn't play as well was because 41 minutes of play resulted in 34 fantasy points, right? Normally, if you see DeJounte Murray playing 41 minutes, 
he's going to get you over 40 fantasy points as a 1.1 fantasy point per minute producer. But he shot fine, 7 of 13. The problem was he just didn't pick up assists. He's normally a guy who's picking up like at minimum six assists in a game, only picks up two in this one. And that really is the difference. If you end up getting your six assists, there's another eight points for DeJounte Murray and he's scoring you 42, 43 fantasy points. And that makes a lot more sense. So DeJounte Murray found trouble, halted him a little bit. He probably lost about two or three minutes in this game. And then also just the fact that the peripheral stats from an assist percentage weren't there when we know DeJounte Murray is going to be a good assist player. We can pull it up right here. DeJounte Murray is on the screen currently as it stands on Popcorn Machine. He has a 24% assist percentage. A man playing 40 plus minutes like he did in that double overtime game with a 24% assist percentage is normally going to be seeing close to 10 assists, right? 10 assists or more is where you should project out for more times or not, right around 9 to 10 to 11. So two is obviously an outlier. I go right back to it at this point because DeJounte Murray's price point has basically been $7,200 to $7,000 for each of the past weeks. And what has he been doing? 40, 40, 44, 34, and 34 fantasy points. So his worst performances are just basically getting you at this price point. Right now, he's basically projected lower to, I think, his floor to median rather than his median to ceiling. The number four play in the day is Julius Randle as the price point just keeps dropping on Mr. Julius Randle. He finds himself today in a nice matchup against Detroit. I mean, Mason Plumley and Jeremy Grant are not really going to be scaring you. Isaiah Stewart, not going to be scaring you. You're still getting the power forward eligibility out of him, which is fantastic. When the price point drops, it makes him easier to get into our lineups and we don't have to put him at the center position. We can play a Miles Turner today if Sabonis is out. That's nice. We can play a cheaper option like a Jacopoto if we want to and still get the center upside, right? I know Randle plays power forward on his team next to Noel, but he's getting a lot of center run during those minutes. They play positionless basketball. So for the 1.26 fantasy point per minute producer on the season, not the greatest of team totals, 105.25, but that's just the New York Knicks for you, right? Slower paced team, play a lot of good defense. He's just still getting the minutes. So I'm kind of surprised that we're seeing him go from a $10,200 player literally four games ago to now almost $800 cheaper. But during that time, he scored 50 fantasy points, 44. I get it. He's not consistently putting up the big performances lately, but that's because he's shooting 25%, five of 20 the last time out in 37 minutes. That's not going to hold up for a guy who's on the season is shooting over 50% effective field goal rate. And then if you look back a little bit more, right, he shot 55%. That's good. But then he shot 41%, 31%, right? These are just outlier performances over the last week, which are reducing his price point, giving us a lot of upside for a guy who has real 50 to 60 point upside now in the lower 9K range. I like this a lot. The number three play in the day is going to be Russell Westbrook. This is just a ceiling play. He becomes probably the number one play in the day. If Bradley Beal misses again, you'd run it back. The team implied total of 1.11. He averages over 1.65 fantasy points a minute with Beal off the court. And with Beal on the court this season, just regular, he's averaging 1.48. So I'm projecting Beal in right now, and he's still my number three play. So obviously he becomes the top play in the day. You should go over to Price Picks and take the over the second that you see anything with a Bradley Beal out today. Like at 58, I'll probably project Westbrook right around that 57, 57 and a half. So this is a no bet for me on Price Picks. But the second Beal comes out, you might have like a minute or two to scoop over here quickly take the over on this because then Westbrook's going to project out for me for like 50, 65 or 66 fantasy points today. So he's looking good from all accounts. Of course, it's Russell Westbrook. It only gets better for him today as the day goes on. The number two play in the day, Giannis Antetokounmpo. People were telling me, Sal, how much does uh, Mr. Juhali, who had another nice game himself, how much does he actually affect Giannis? And we showed you on the last video out here, right? We showed you that Giannis averages like 1.64 fantasy points a minute on the season. And then when Juhali's off the court, it's 1.75. So it's a big difference. That 0.11 doesn't seem like a lot, but in 30, 30 plus minutes of play, it's making Giannis's season projection go from an average of 57, 56 fantasy points with Drew Holiday on the court to now being at like the 62 range is just his average, which makes obviously his ceiling in the 70s get there a little bit more often. So you saw yesterday Giannis ended up going off for 70 plus points and Drew Holiday went off. So Middleton's been this guy lately who's been struggling with this. Um, how is Drew Holiday doing it? Well, he's picking up like three steals a game. He's a good steals player, but three steals and two blocks a game over the last couple of games, getting 10 fantasy points from your stocks alone, probably not going to hold up, right? Shooting 24 times and making a ton of them, probably not going to hold up. Drew Holiday is a good player, but with Giannis and Middleton on your team, I don't think Drew Holiday sustains this around $8,000 price point type of a player. I know he just scored 50 plus points and 40 plus points. And people today are going to be saying, Sal, do you want to go to Drew Holiday? No, no, I'm, I'm, this is just, this is just how it works, right? 
I don't play the guys who are hot. Maybe I miss out on them for one or two games, but then they're going to fall right back on their face. And for one or two games, you're going to be losing all your money. Donovan Mitchell, this happened to, right? Donovan Mitchell scoring 50 points every game. It's happening right now with De'Aaron Fox. Wow. Can you believe De'Aaron Fox is $8,900? He's dropped $600 in two or three games. Yes, I can believe that because he's an $8,500 player that got hot for a week and had four or five really big games and shot really well and got really big minutes because one or two players were out, right? Tyrese Halliburton was dealing with injury in a couple of those games. And then he started to get priced in the 9K range as if he was just now all of a sudden like LeBron James. And that's just not going to happen. I'm not going to project him as a 1.5 fantasy point per minute producer. So same thing happens for Juhani. Great player, great two-way player. You're still going to get steals and stuff. You're just not going to get this high shot volume when Middleton comes out of a slump, right? And when Giannis continues to play like he did yesterday. So Giannis, big game yesterday. Really, yesterday doesn't have to do anything with it. It's just to tell people like, yes, Giannis can still score over 60 points, even though he went uh, four straight games, not scoring 50 since Drew Holiday had returned. So Giannis, I prefer to Russell Westbrook unless Beal is out, then give me Russell Westbrook. The number one play in the day today is a man that we already took the over on. We already took the over on him over on price picks. Go get it. Over 32. I'm big on Colin Sexton today. Kevin Love's not going to be changing much of that, right? They just don't have bodies. Like he's playing 38 minutes in that last game with Dean Wade. He's playing massive minutes with just random guys. And Colin Sexton, as long as the game stays close, not a good team implied total by any means. Game against Miami today, as long as the game stays somewhat close. And him as a shooting guard eligible player, another bump up for us in the salvatory rankings. You're going to be putting a point guard dominant player who now you can roster as a shooting guard, a weak position. And last game, he lost out because of uh, blowout run, 33 minutes. The game before that, they end up losing by 40 points to Utah. So he loses like four minutes in that game. But when they're not getting blown out, even when they get blown out, he plays 33, 34 minutes and he can still score you 35 fantasy points like he did last time out and get you there at this price point. When they're not getting blown out, 39 fantasy points or 39 minutes, 37, 38, 40 is in well in the range of outcomes. So you have a very sturdy floor here for Colin Sexton who averages over a fantasy point per minute with Nance and Jared Allen and all these guys off the court this season. I'm going to give him like 36 minutes today. I'm going to project him out for like 1.05 fantasy points a minute. And he's going to project for me for like 37 fantasy points today. And at this $7,200 price point, that has a lot of upside as a shooting guard eligible player. That obviously has a lot of upside as a prize picks over, which right now, as we close this thing up, go ahead and get it. Use the code SALS link down below the prize picks over on Colin Sexton early in the day. I would suspect that this goes up to like 34 later today. So you want to make sure you can hop on it now. You can do that link down below in the description. Check it out. Make that deposit. Use the code. Get some extra free dollar rooskies for you on the weekend. But that's where we're at right now. Like, subscribe, do all those things. Before you go, I'm not certain if I'll be live later today. Might take the day off and just chill out, relax, max all cool with myself, my girlfriend, National Party Day. Have some partying. Do what we're going to do. Hopefully, you're having a lovely day to you. Lovely start to your weekend. Before you go, check out Patreon. Link down below in the description. Patreon will assist you in having a better chance, a better chance, a more efficient chance of building lineups with the optimizer, a better chance at winning, right? We can't guarantee winnings over here, but we're going to be giving you the tools that will definitely help you get there more often. Just look at the Discord and all the people that are banking, whether it's on prize picks or having some nice success on Superdraft and DraftKings this NBA season and other sports as well. So check it out. Link down below. Happy to assist with any questions that you have and happy to have you in that community. In that community, you win any dollar skis. Here's a little nudge, right? Beginning of the month, if you want any dollar skis from this content, you have the means, right? You don't have to put that towards any types of loans or any types of personal stuff. Definitely put it there first. No doubt about it. 100% do not spend money on my services if you have other pressing issues going on in your life, of course. But if you have the means and you got a little nudge and you want to try out these other tools, maybe see where you can take your game to, check it out. Link down below. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Have a great start to your weekend. Happy Saturday out there in the streets. I'll see you all in the next one.